Welcome to the Broadcast Nerd Hour. Where everything is 99% nerd and 1% everything else. Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome back to the show. I'm Destiny. And I'm Dakota. And we finally got a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. And wow, what a trailer. Mm, We were not expecting it, which makes it all the better. I kind of half expected to get it as an end credit scene to um, Multiverse of Madness, but I'm excited that they decided to go ahead and give it to us this week. Oh, I know. I was really beginning to think that it was going to, there was something big in it that directly influenced Multiverse of Madness. And that's why, and I was really struggling with it because, you know, I, I think that there's going to be the, I think there's going to be the Galactic Avengers, uh, all that, like they're, they're going to have three different kind of factions going on. So I think that's, I, I really think that. So now I'm not so much thinking that. I think it's still going to stay divided. I don't think they're going to cross. So we're going to jump into this trailer real quick. We're going to watch it, but with no audio because we cannot afford to get copyrighted yeah we don't want to get copyrighted <laughs> we've already seen it once but so if you want to watch along with us and listen to what our thoughts is we are going to pause a little bit as we go and, and briefly talk about what we think's going on in it but with that you can also watch with us we're going to give you kind of 10 seconds here to get it pulled up you mm-hmm. can pause do what you need to so I'm really excited for this. I'm really excited to watch it again, even though it has no audio. I know. Um, and we the haven't, song was amazing. And we haven't talked to each other a whole lot about it. We talked about it briefly when we saw it yesterday, and that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, y'all's 10 seconds is up. Yep. We're going to watch it. Okay. So, starting off, uh, just him running through the trees, and we're seeing the age Oh, I, I like instantly got Loki feelings from that. Thinking yes. about the, the kid Thor. Or not the kid Thor, the, the kid, kid Loki. Loki. And yeah. him going, I killed my brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, so we have him running through the trees. And and we see he adapted the cape really early on. And then, boom, he's in the fire. But did you see, go ahead and pause it. Did you see in the second age up progression, he kind of had like... A helmet with horns, kind of like Loki had. Well, so I I actually read a little bit on this. So that was actually the most comic accurate version of Thor. That's the most comic accurate he has been in the series. So he had the right, the exact color pants. The uh, the, all the colors were there. The helmet was there, like it was supposed to be. So it was the most most accurate he could be. So I'm glad we paused right here because he's planning the hammer, Mm -hmm. and. As we know, it is Groot's arm that is doing it. Is he growing another Groot? Could he grow another Groot? Is that how Groots are born? <laughs> it, I mean, because you think about if you, yes. if you replant a tree, sometimes it can grow. And would this Groot just have a big hammer for an arm? Yeah. Okay, so so with that plant, so he planted this plant of the Groot. He also is saying at that point, and these hands were once used for battle. Mm-hmm. We're going to kind of replay here. Plants the hammer. But now they are humble tools for peace. He seems really affected by what he did to Thanos. And I think we saw that in Endgame, but it seems like he's still very much affected 
by it wherever we're landing here on the timeline in this movie. He's kind of taking the approach like Thanos. He's got his tree up there. He's he's relaxed. He's letting Mm -hmm. his hair grow. He's becoming peaceful. That's what I thought the first time I watched it. He's letting go of his weapons. Mm -hmm. He he's letting go. Wow, like I think he's just really affected. It did something to him, I think, the fact that he killed Loki. And then once he killed him, but he realized it couldn't bring Loki back. It couldn't bring, you know, Black Widow back. It couldn't bring Tony back. He just seems like something is is still bothering him. He didn't get, he didn't get the, what he wanted out of it. Yeah, and uh, when you were saying that, all I was coming to my mind was in... He he was so beat up, and then he went to when we went into the opening scenes of Endgame, and he kills Thanos, mm-hmm. and he like even says, "I went for the head this time," like with no yes. emotion, like it didn't mean anything to him, like it just didn't it didn't help him. And then we see him become fat at that point, which <laughs> my favorite scene of this trailer is coming up after yes. that because. I freeze-framed it earlier today and looked at it. His hat, when he's whipping the chains, says Strongest Avenger on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Thor. So, Bless your heart. <laughs> so, that, I love that, that he's still holding tight to that title of yes. Strongest Avenger. <laughs> Bless his heart. He says, I need to figure out who he is. And they brought, for all of you children out there that does not have awesome parents... They are playing Sweet Child O' Mine mm-hmm. by Guns N' Roses. Yes. I got very strong Guardians of the Galaxy vibes with this trailer, with the music. I just love this music compared to some of the other things we've seen. Oh, yeah. And, and the riding, the outfit, or his outfits at least, are completely fitting it. I mean, he... He's a rocker in this. Yeah, he, he's got the hair. The hair is back. I mean, I have that He's got braids in his points. hair. Yeah. So, we have Sweet Child of Mine. And then, and I already talked about the hat saying Strongest Avenger on it, which just made my day. He's whipping the chains. And he's in a cave. I was going to talk about that. Yeah. So, earlier today, I turned on Ragnarok. And mm. at the beginning, when he's being held captive and everything, that place kind of looks like this place, but deserted and during the day. I think I've read somewhere that there's several people thinking that. Okay, so I'm not the only one. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I don't know the technical name of or the creature's name that he's fighting at the beginning of Ragnarok, but... Yeah. So, we're going to play it again here. So we got him with the guardians, and he's he looks like, I mean, he looks just like Star Lord, like Quill. I mean, he you can tell their rivalry is still just going strong. Even Chris Pratt is looking a little more homely. Yeah, he's growing his hair out a little bit. He is definitely trying to copy Thor, and I feel like we're gonna get some jokes about he can't grow long hair the way Thor can because his hair is just a little bit longer than the last time that we seen him. Like to the point where you're like, "Man, you need a haircut." Yeah. So he's trying to rival Thor. I get the feeling. I, yeah, and so there, there's so many things I have like wrote down just with the the Guardians and Thor and everything already together. But we'll get into that 
after the we watched the trailer. I don't think they're gonna be. I think they're kind of gonna pop up, drop Thor off, like yeah. dropping them off at school, and be like, all right, we're getting out of here. I yeah, I don't think they're here for a long time. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they really want him a part of, or at least Quill doesn't want him no. a part of it anymore. <laughs> and Thor, I think Thor's ready to move on himself. We got him walking off. You see the Guardians leave. My superhero. Here, my superheroing days are over, is what yes. he says. That's a a big deal. But but here's my thought on that. He was a a god, a little g god before mm-hmm. he was a hero. So he's already given up the kind of the god place. You know he, you know, everything's gone, and we have new Asgard, and he's handed over the kingdom. So he's given up his super. He he truly doesn't want anything. What's with everybody not wanting to do any, anything to do he with the is, Avengers? He's totally taking on the hippie lifestyle. Yeah. And then one thing that's on the tra- the part of the trailer now that we're watching is the lettering, the style. It is like straight comic book it's like lettering. Sh- it's straight off the side of a eighties model Astro van. Yes, like <laughs> I am like living it for is, this. I, it, the only thing that this would have been the perfect time to have Valkyrie's uh, unicorn in it. Yeah. it. Isn't that what she writes? Or no, hers is a Pegasus, isn't it? Yeah, it's, something like that. Horse with the wings. That's Pegasus. I'm so, living for all of this. So. so we come out. We go. We got Pirates of the Caribbean, and then we go in to Olympus. Ah, it hasn't been confirmed or anything. I think this is Olympus because we do see somebody in a toga, but in this next scene we see Zeus, mm-hmm. which I'm. I don't know, like if they're playing like maybe this is like a childish version or something, or like they're just trying not to put much emphasis on the power of Zeus. In the MCU, because I don't think he Zeus doesn't has have the power like he would in Greek mythology. Yeah, because his lightning bolts aren't lightning bolts. No, they're, they're gold bolts. Yeah, they're gold bolts shaped <laughs> like lightning. Where and but then you have Thor that is the actual god of thunder, which can he creates lightning to get thunder. Yeah, so. it's interesting. I'm excited to see how Russell Crowe plays Zeus. Like, is he going to be like a very serious... Oh, has it been confirmed that he's playing yeah. Zeus? Oh, wow. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I I'm thought it was still sure speculation. It that's, that's under the cast name okay. Google. Not okay. that Google knows everything correctly, but I'm... If it is Russell Crowe, we'll go off the assumption that it is. I'm excited to see, are we going to get a more serious Russell Crowe like we get in Gladiator with him? Or is it going to be kind of a light-hearted Zeus? I, I'm really excited to see this. I, I is like the, this movie going to contradict Hercules? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all Disney now. I know, it's all <laughs> Disney. Is it going to contradict Hercules? Uh, and And what if... Who's stronger, Thor or Hercules? Oh, yeah. oh, that's a question so, for another day. Oh, so one thing I I'm keep thinking about with this, so so now we have if we got Olympus coming into this, and I hate to be dark and twisty here, but what I feel like this is just setting up for for them to bring in all the Olympiads and I think and that's I think this is intentional for, though. We have the Eternals, which kind of well, tie yeah. into all of this. But I don't think it's there for long term. I think I think the reason why Zeus looks like puny in this and not, you know, not up to par is because 
I think these are fixing to be Gore's first first victims. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think he's fixing to come in and just just destroy these people. And for all you listeners out there that hasn't watched anything on this or Kepa or even watched Eric Voss's stuff, because I think at this point he's like national news. Like I think everybody just watches him if you even watch regular Marvel stuff. Mm-hmm. So, but Gore is. He's a sin- he's the god killer. He being played by Christian Bell, who, oh, who I can't wait for that. Who I will say we did not see in this trailer at all. <laughs> we did not see him in this trailer at all, which is interesting. But one theory I kind of heard out there is because they're still working on all the cinematography when it comes to him and all the special effects. So I can't wait to see how they do it because yeah, me too. I so. Marvel has done a awesome job with taking stuff from comics, from animation, and turning them into really good-looking live action. And not the same can be said for other for other companies, even just other, even other Disney franchises. Uh, I'm not going to get into that today, but I can't wait to see them because this is fixing big and really cool. And technically, in the comics. Gore killed a celestial. Uh, apparently, the reason why we have the planet nowhere—that's what—that's he's the one who killed nowhere. Interesting. So that's, and from my understanding, I may be completely wrong on that, but I, from some of my research, that's what I found. I want to know who this yeah, is. Yeah, we want to know who Who's who is he kissing. I feel like that's like too just. I feel like he's dreaming in that I was going to say, what if he's just daydreaming? What if this is like a vision of who he's hoping to be, like the running scene in the beginning and all like the pirate looking stuff? I think... It just seems really out of place, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't... I think this is all maybe like dreams that he's having. Which would make sense because we kind of have this common element of people dreaming and nightmares going on right now in the MCU. Moon Knight, Doctor Strange, Mm. and then it would make sense if... He's just having day. I just think yeah. it's like kind of an overall theme they're doing. So this planet that it shows right after the the Olympus Olympus scene and everything, I don't think it's Earth. A lot of people don't think it's Earth. I um, don't think it's Earth. I highly doubt we'll see Earth in this. If anything, we may see it at the very end when we see Jane, mm-hmm. but I highly doubt it. You know, so we're just gonna go on from there. So. Other thing I wanted to point out here, the the new hammer can still summon bi- the Bifrost. Yes, which which is I I can understand that, but I I need to know more about the Bifrost because Asgard's not there now. I thought so, it could only be summoned like from Asgard or well, to Asgard. So you still have all the the lanes existing there. Mm-hmm. I think Asgard was just was like almost like a train station. It was just a hub. Gotcha. Yeah, that um, makes sense. So, but I do, I, I need to know more because, like, what happens if you buy for, ride the Bifrost to what used to be Asgard? Is it is it anything there left? Or hmm. So, I guess I... I wonder if we'll see him go revisit it. He's on this journey, it seems, like, of peace and who he is. Maybe he travels back there to see what's left. Maybe... Yeah. We find him looking to see if Loki is still alive somewhere. Or his sister. Oh yeah, but well, that's a that's a theory for another day. <laughs> so then we get 
the fake hammers. So we come back to Olympus and we get to see the fake, or I'm going to keep calling them fake <laughs> because they look like when I picture <laughs> Zeus, I think of like even if it's 90s like, Hercules. Yeah, movie, like even though Zeus, they're the lightning bolt shape, but they're <laughs> yeah, like even though they're lightning bolt shape, they're at least like there's lightning come off. He of doesn't them. They even look, look very muscular, like in his arms. No, he looks like me standing there in a toga. <laughs> yeah. He looks like in his spare time, he goes and in December, he goes in his spare time to like takes Thor kids is wishes. more muscular than him. And yeah, <laughs> so like, and are we only going to see Zeus? Or are we going to see any of the maybe others? that's a joke? Maybe like Zeus and Olympus and all that they think that they are like it, but really, they're like. Puny gods. Who says that? In what movie? It's her. Um. It's uh. uh not uh, <laughs> Hades and Hercules. Yeah. Puny, puny <laughs> gods. No, it's Hulk and like the first oh, Avengers. Yes, movie, yes. He was like, "What does he say?" <laughs> I don't even remember when he's like throwing Loki back and forth. <laughs> so, and here's another thought I had. What if so? In the in one of the later scenes, we see Valkyrie in the meeting at like a board meeting, look really dressed up and everything, looking good, doing mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. And I haven't seen it, which I haven't been. Able, I I watched most of these on my phone. I haven't been able to like put it on my TV and watch it at, on a big screen. But from what I've read, people were seeing like cruise ships and stuff in the background. Really? So like and that so like people were kind of thinking that's where. That's what New Asgard is doing. That they've like monopolized on on like travel and stuff. What if this is not even like a real Olympus? Was what, what if that one world is just a, a world he visited? But like what we're seeing here, that what if that's just these a destination? Yeah, a what fake if it's just yeah, what if it's just like a a celebration to show what Asgard used to be like? Or Interesting. Something? I, I like that. And maybe that's why the bolts look so fake. So you have them. You have Thor coming up with Core. So this monster that is laying straight in the snow, out of the comic book. Yes, hey, I I didn't write his name down. I was thinking about it when I was writing stuff down earlier. He's actually a god, is what I was reading. He's a god, and it's straight out of a comic book. And he was a victim of what's his name, Gore. Gore. Yeah, he is a victim of Gore. So, so that's cool. It, it looks like. Thor is traveling with Korg with him. Mm-hmm. Why do all these names gotta have the Ur <laughs> at the end of it? Which is interesting because we got the like trailer thing with Deadpool and Korg, you know? Yeah, so eight, is that part eight, of canon? nine months ago. So is it canon? Is it gonna be talked about <laughs> in this movie? What, what if while him and Thor are walking, he was like, Yeah, I met this Deadpool guy that had a lot of questions about how we got our jobs. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that would that would be it. That would be the best way to bring him in. So so we see him we okay. see Thor's uh ship flying off. I'm gonna back that up. I was gonna in, say in we frame. see the new Asgard so sign the, and there is there is cruise ships. Looks like a carnival cruise ship there. <laughs> so, and it's it's obvious. It says, Welcome to New Asgard. You see the crowds of people. But look at all that gold in the background. I mean, we like I just said, the whole Zeus stuff could be... 
a uh, fake destiny. Yeah. But look, it's a ship here, and it well, looks that's like the, I think that's the one that Thor was on gotcha. when he was daydreaming. Because that look, let me back it up a little bit more. Because that's it, kind of zooms out of screen really fast. But it has the two hooks in the front, mm-hmm. just like that one he was on did. So, what if he was just riding an attraction? It was like a daydream attraction. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's a simulation inside of a simulation. So, then we see more of possibly Olympus. Yeah. And then we go to the scene with... The Guardians. With the Guardians. We and see he, Nebula. Yeah. So I just she, want to point out that she is there. Gamora's not there, though. No. Unless everyone she's in a knows, different scene. No, everyone knows what happened to Gamora in Endgame. But they have the past Gamora with them. Did she stay with them? She left on the ship with them. Oh, see, I didn't remember that. So, but this scene is so funny. When when you just, or what does he say? The Let me see if the subtitles will say it. Apparently not. He was like, everyone you love is right in front of your eyes. And and Thor like creeps in mm-hmm. into view. And so. he's like, oh, I'm just looking at something over there. <laughs> Looking very 80s right yes, now. Yes, he's all, got like the leather studded The leather vest, yeah. With the, the, the graphic tee. The tank cutoff top. graphic tee. Yeah. The long hair with beads in it. I mean, it's just great. And then you have Quill, which looks like he's... He looks like a PE teacher because he's got the headset on. Which Is I that know a headset? I was well, trying to see. it's for his helmet, but that's how his helmet oh. comes out. But it it looks like... I don't know. He looks like a like almost like he'd be a truck driver. And he's driver. got this weird beard going on yeah. as well. I think he. Is it's really... like a mutton chop, and then yes. it's like like he started growing a mutton chop, and then then shaved, and then it started growing back. He's definitely rivaling like Thor here, in my opinion. Yeah. So just uh, so then out of that scene, I think this is when we go to credits. Yeah, or not credits. We go to the title: Thor, Love and Thunder. Straight out of the comic book still. Straight out of comic, straight out of the eighties. And then boom, and then we get Mjolnir from Ragnarok after uh, after it has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, like I have so many questions on this. And who grabs it? Jane. Jane. Jacked Jane. Mm-hmm. Which poses a lot of questions. I have some theories. And I want to hear how you feel about my theory. Okay, do you want to finish the trailer? Yeah, we're going to finish the trailer. So, just, wow. So, then you get you get Jack Jane there. She pulls back. Well, so, we see a car there. So, they could very well be on Earth. It looks like a Volkswagen. Out. Let's see. <laughs> Let me see here. No, I mean, it's not a Volkswagen. It's maybe an Acura or something. But it, it, either way, it's a car. There is a car in the back with this chaos going on. I have, I have some thoughts on it. You have the theory. Just that's and that's how the trailer ends. A minute and thirty second trailer, July twenty twenty. Twenty twenty two. Or I'm sorry, Ooh, I'm behind. <laughs> so we didn't get an exact date in July, probably because they're waiting to see how some final things wrap up. But the fact that they put July out there, I think, is a big deal. Yes, like, and so. Just this is fixing to be such a packed year this summer. So we we've got Multiverse of Madness, I mean, or we're still in Moon Knight. Mm-hmm. Then we go straight to Multiverse of Madness. Then we got Miss Marvel. Then we have Kenobi. Then we have Thor: Love and Thunder. Then we have Bad Batch. 
possibly if you if you believe the the guy who plays Moff Gideon, we possibly have Mandalorian coming at the end of the summer. So we've got such a crazy year. So let me pose my one theory, and I don't want to get deep into theories because that's not what this podcast is about. My one theory is this is not our Thor. This is not our Guardians that we're watching. Like you said, Gamar is not there. His eye has been fixed. Yes, we see has. Jack Jane, or it is our Thor that we're watching, and he's traveling throughout the multiverse. And that might be a result of whatever happens in Multiverse of Madness. So my theory is this is the Thor, the Thor from our universe. Mm-hmm. I think it is heavily influenced by not only Endgame, the snap and everything from Endgame, but also what's fixing to happen in Multiverse Madness. I think that's why they held out so long in the trailer. I think, so in the comics, Jane has cancer. And that is why she, uh, in in the comics, she has cancer and Thor has given up Mjolnir. She, Mjolnir ends up coming to her calling and gives her the power of Thor, which is keeping her healthy and alive. And so that, so that is how she gets it in the comments. That's how comics. That's how she has the power of Thor. So I think, and apparently a lot of other people, I think something to do with the snap is caused such a burst amount of radiation that we're seeing like almost like a widespread wave of cancer come through. Well, I post I post that idea about Moon Knight when we talked last week. Yeah, and. Because you take, at the end of the day, the MCU does do a good job of bringing real world issues in. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not, besides the fact of world hunger, behind, you know, any terrorist attack, tragedies, stuff like that. So they recognize that kind of stuff in the MCU. So I could foresee them keep going with this route and, and continuing with the cancer. So. I think, and I think that's why. Now, what brings Thor back to her? I don't know. Maybe it's the fact that maybe the hammer calls to Hulk Thor. Because we don't see him. Possibly. We don't even see him with the Mjolnir that he, t- well, wait a minute, never mind. I've just, I, I don't know what where it's at. As we can say, I, we don't see him with the Mjolnir that he gets in Endgame from the past, but that's because Captain America took it mm-hmm. when he went back in time. So, and he didn't bring it back. That's so selfish of him. You wonder I don't like him. <laughs> Go figure. I hate Captain America. <laughs> I don't hate hate him. It's, it's he was only funny when Tony was around. <laughs> but when they when they do the butt jokes, those are very funny. Better, better. <laughs> Y'all have no idea what he just said because I'm going to cut it out. But yes. Now people will not. They can... <laughs> so... That's all we're going to say now. I know this has been like a half hour, which was way longer than I thought it would be about what the trailer. Do you have more? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, now transitioning into the rest of this episode, what the main part of it was supposed to be about is what do you need to know to get ready to see Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Yes. This episode is inspired by a coworker of mine that I had a conversation with recently about this very thing 
And so I thought it'd be a good idea for us to do a podcast on this. What do you need to watch without having to watch everything? And really, what do you need to know from those movies to be ready for Multiverse of Madness? Yeah, and what, I guess what, I, maybe this will peer pressure my sister into watching it. We're, we're trying really hard to get her to jump into to the nerd nerd sphere here mm-hmm. with all the Marvel stuff and just everything. My brother watches it. He's bigger into the Star Wars than he is with Marvel. When he was young, he watched all the Star Wars stuff with me. So I'm just excited about it. So do you want to start us off? What do you think? Or do you want to go off your list? Do you want to give a list first and then let me... Well, I kind of wrote this list that I think we can both agree with. And then we'll talk about each one. I'm just going to be difficult and not agree now. Is there anything you would add to it? I haven't even read it yet, to be honest. Okay, so the first movie I had on here, and I kind of wrote it in chronological order, is Doctor Strange first movie. Yes, I mean, of course, you got to know the main character. His origins, where he came from. I think a big thing to know here is he used to be a doctor, a surgeon. He got into a bad car accident. (laughs) And as Peter Parker says... We're using made-up names. His name is Doctor Strange. <laughs> his name, yeah, um, it, Stephen his, Strange yeah, to be Stephen, exact. Doctor Stephen Strange, and then that he just adapted the wizardry. So yeah, so his name is actually Doctor Strange, and he got into a car wreck. He severely damaged his hands, and he can't work anymore. And so he goes on this journey to kind of discover himself to find. Really, he goes on this journey to find help to heal him so he can go back to being a surgeon. And he finds more. <laughs> and he finds more. He winds up at, what is the place called? The... Uh, Comertage. Y- yeah, that I, I'm sure I just botched how that name is <laughs> said, but it's something along those lines. And he discovers a lot more than just healing his hands. He's supposed to be the best of us. He is. So, I, I'm going to throw one, kind of like a one and a half here for this. I do think you should, I don't think it's a requirement. I think you should at least watch a highlight video of Age of Ultron. Yeah. To get, so you can understand Wanda and where some of her pain stems from. Mm-hmm. Because she does lose, lose her twin brother. And that. that's the first movie we see her in as well. And she was a villain. Yeah, she was a bad guy, and it's. And I mean, if you have any desire to watch that movie, if you haven't yet, watch it because it is very good. But and we're going to see sound, the Ultron bots as well in this yeah. movie. But you we're don't to keep have this, to. Yeah, we're trying to keep this list to something you could do the week coming up to Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. So you could do, just spend one week after work. maybe maybe ten days. So yeah, just something where you could do it after work, watching and be prepared fully. So that's kind of a one point five, at least a highlight reel on it because it's not she doesn't have major roles in it, but she does have a big enough role that it defines the beginning of her powers. Yeah. Plus, you can really see you can understand why there's such a craze with her accent because I think that's going to play a big role in mm-hmm. Multiverse Madness because it went away in Wandavision. Well, I think it's going to be kind of like how Moon Knight is, where you can tell who's in control in the moment by the accent. I think you're going to see the more she's in with the Darkhold and the Scarlet Witch form, the more you see the Scovian accent come out. I agree with all so. of that. But you got to watch Doctor Strange. you got to see the origin of his powers. Highlight reel of Age of Ultron. Maybe even a highlight reel of Civil War. 
Because isn't she in that one? She is. I just no. because you see she's with the with the this the Avengers split in that movie, and you've got the you've bad guys Avengers and the good guys, and she's still she's with the bad guys. Yeah. And so, and which you could almost get. I could give a brief breakdown. So, <laughs> so I just almost did. Well, yeah. I so everybody. So with the split, you know, everybody who's on Captain America's team ends up imprisoned and in jail, except for Wanda and well, of course, Vision. Vision was on a different team, he, of course. And Black was. Widow, she evaded everyone. She never yeah. like got arrested. So she, so her and Vision runs off. And goes in hiding. Mm-hmm. And so they spend tons of time together. And in WandaVision, it elaborates more on what they did in their time together. But They then, fall in love. Yes. Well, then we see them again in... Ooh. I'm blanking here. Is it... It's is, Infinity Wars. The is next it Infinity War? Yeah, that's the next, I'm pretty sure that's the next time that we see them. Wow. I guess so. Yeah. Because you go Civil War... Doctor yeah. Strange, Black Panther, Infinity War. Well, that, that's right, because in credit scene of Ragnarok is when when we lead into Thanos coming into the ship, and then we open with mm-hmm. that in Infinity War. So, yeah, and then Tony calls upon, call, or sends out a call or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, I get, wow, I didn't realize that, so... So the next movie I have on the list of what you need to have seen is Infinity War because a lot goes down. Yes. Blank hits the fan in this movie. Yes, and ooh, I mean, you again, you see coming into Multiverse of Madness, you see why everybody thinks Wanda's crazy. I mean, she she's teetering on that crazy hot scale, you know, she So in this movie, we see Thanos essentially he completes what he's always wanted, which is getting all of the stones. And in the midst of this, there is this huge end battle at Wakanda where everyone comes and Vision dies in front of Wanda twice. Like, she has to watch him die. Not once, but twice. Yeah. Hulk, he has a hard time getting the Hulk out. She kill- And she has to kill him. One of the times yeah, she kills she him. she has to kill him one of the times. The second time, Thanos brings him back to life with one of the stones, rips it out of his head. While mocking her. Mm-hmm. Pulls out, what is it, the memories? Mind stone. The mind stone, and it kills him. Yeah. And, oh, it just, if, you know, of course, we're going to put it in the title for spoilers for any of this but because of course the trailer and everything but spoilers for all of this but coming into this oh my gosh just and i hope everybody can feel it just when he reaches in and grabs that out yeah i'm like watching it over in my head right now just like they did such an amazing job to show how strong physically strong he is Mm -hmm. without the stones thanos i'm talking about where he just reaches in and collapses the front of his skull and rips it out and And the noises oh and i think that now that wandavision has happened and we see more how they fell in love and how much more she loved it like we know their love story more it makes it even that much harder to watch yeah yeah it it affects you more and so also while this huge battle is going on in wakanda you've also got tony 
the Guardians, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, they're on... What planet are they on? The Titan planet? Or? Yeah, it, it's Titan. Titan. They're up there trying to stop him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and some of the, the saddest scenes when when Peter dust... Okay, and, you, you're uh, jumping ahead. I can't... I, we're we're going to... We're going to get there, we so... We could do a whole episode on Tony Stark. So, Doctor Strange, he looks at all the possibilities of how they defeat Thanos, and there's only one way out of millions. Yeah. They have one chance. It's like 14 million, yeah. thousand. And so, he gives over... Is it the Time Stone? Which one is yeah. it that they had? Yeah. He gives the Time Stone to Thanos. Which, I want to... I think in Multiverse of Madness will come out that was a different time stone than mm-hmm. he originally had because he pulls it out of air like he like he pulled it from another universe. Yeah, like he pulled it from somewhere else. So and it wasn't in the Iagmoto when he summoned it. So and it's always stayed in there and then we see him again in No Way Home with it, even though he doesn't open it up, but we see in trailers of him opening it up with a green stone in it, which I'm pretty sure is the time stone. And so the snap happens, and we see everyone disappear like Spider-Man, which was heartbreaking. He was scared and was holding on to Tony. And oh, just which by just the, go watch it. Just go. Yeah, go watch it. And this was completely ad libbed. They, from my understanding, yes. That what on an interview I read, they gave him a script that told them what they wanted the scene to look like, but they wanted them to ad-lib. And so Tom Holland ad-libbed all that. Yeah, from my understanding, what Tom Holland is saying in that scene is what he says to make, in his head to make himself cry mm-hmm. when he's acting. And he, for some reason, decided to say it out loud in that scene. And it, it made me cry instead of him. Doctor Strange blipped. I forget which... I think all the Guardians except Rocket blipped. Yeah. Wanda blipped. Hawkeye's family. Yeah, Hawkeye's family blipped. Captain America and Black Widow. Captain America didn't blip. They didn't. That's what I was getting to. Captain Marvel didn't blip. Tony didn't. Tony didn't. But Tony and Nebula got stuck in space on a spaceship. Yeah, Tony... So, Tony and Nebula were with... They were with, of course, with the Guardians and stuff, but Rocket was with Thor. So. And then. And Groot. Yeah. And so then that's kind of the end of the movie. Yeah. After the snap, that's that's pretty much it. You know, it. And so then we come into Endgame and we have Tony, Nebula, and the ship. And they are slowly running out of food and air. Yeah. And on the last night, they after 70-something days, they are miraculous, miraculously saved by Captain Marvel and brought back to Earth. Yep, which I... So ridiculous. I, I mean, I'm not... I wasn't super crazy about the scene, but at the end of the day, they did have to explain how they got back. I do think it's a little small-worldish that out of this vast universe... And all of these galaxies and the infinite space that Captain Marvel just happened to be flying and come across this ship. Oh, and I forgot to say, at the beginning of Infinity War, Loki dies. Yeah. 
think he, you did th- say that. Or we... We, had, we talked about it. Thanos kills him. Yeah. So we get the beginning of Endgame. The remaining Avengers go hunt down Thanos. And Thor chops his head off. What? Oh, yeah. We're, I forgot we're already in Endgame. Yeah. But at <laughs> oh, that yeah. point... Thanos had already destroyed the stones, and so there was no way for them to undo the snap. Yes. And so then you get into when... Then you get into the whole... The time travel stuff and the pin particles and blah, blah, all Ant-Man shows up. Yeah. That... We don't think you need to watch Ant-Man to know what, what needs to happen for Multiverse of Madness... Um, I think you would get everything you need to know from Wanda, or I'm sorry, from Endgame. Mm-hmm. But Ant Man, Ant Man and Wasp is actually a pretty good movie. All of them are all. If you watch them in chronological order, which I recommend for anybody, mm-hmm. it is really cool and a lot of fun. I mean, it even makes some of the Captain America stuff uh, enjoyable to watch. So in Endgame, we have a final battle with a past live, with a past version. 2014 Thanos. Thanos. And the way that this happens is... With a helicopter sword. (laughs) The way this happens is with Nebula, essentially. The past Nebula was able to get into her memories. I I forget how that totally works. So how it was working was because they went back in time. Yeah. Nebula is as much robot as she is human. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I'm assuming her memory is not stored database-wise. It is stored, uh, like, over, like, a network. Yes. So, with her being in the same timeline as another Nebula, their memories were... Clashing. Yeah, they were stacking, essentially. And, well, the 2014 Nebula starts glitching out and... Well, they deassemble de- and watch her memories. Well, it was giving two memory strands, one from t- present-day Nebula and then one from 2014 Nebula. So they uh, kidnap 2014 Nebula, or they they trap her, kidnap her, and then they uh, take pieces off of her to make the 2014 one look like current. Mm-hmm. And so then we have the final battle... Which, is it Hulk when he snaps? Does he bring everyone back? Yes. Hulk brings everybody back when he snaps. Which was incredible. Yeah. that I didn't think they were going to do it like that. Uh, so, which, you know, it's kind of it was kind of uncharacteristic for Marvel to do the big climax like that before the final battle. Uh, so, it was, it, I guess that's why it's so hard to think about. That's when he brought everybody back, but that's also when you get Hawkeye is on the phone, or he gets the phone call from his wife, mm-hmm. and it's really sad. Um, so then you go straight to the scene after that. I mean, I'm talking about not even a minute after Hulk snaps everybody back into existence. You have, uh, you have uh, Hank Pym, or not Hank Pym, uh, <laughs> Ant Man. I just forget Paul Rudd. He's walking out to look out the window because he's hearing the birds chirp. And the blast shields and everything had just opened up. And he's looking up in the sky and this missile comes in. Mm-hmm. And if you get a chance to, like, like slow that scene down because it's really cool. You see, like, how quick his reflexes are. 
because the missile comes through the window and you see him start falling back and shrinking. He's already activated the suit to shrink. And so we have the final battle where they are trying to get the stones. After they've done the time traveling to gather them all, you see them take the stones. They're trying to get it to Tony and... Doctor Strange looks at Tony. It's, it's the biggest game of keep away ever. And so, <laughs> Doctor Strange look at looks at Tony and holds, and holds up, up one. holds up the one finger. Yeah, it. We're not giving this scene justice no. at all. Like this no, is no. Like I wish, I wish we could like play the music and stuff. Like I oh, am, yeah. I'm like tearing up right now thinking of it. This fight scene lasts for what like thirty five minutes. It's a, it's a I don't super think it's long, that long fight scene, but it's it's. Well, from start to end, from the time that the first missile comes into Avengers Complex to to the moment when Thanos is sitting on the rock watching the sunrise, you know. So, but anyways, so you have everybody, yeah, it's biggest game to keep away ever. You know, Captain Marvel comes back out of nowhere and like blows a hole through the ship. And, and <laughs> which, Doctor Strange holds up his one to Tony. Yeah. And Tony snaps and we're not going to go any further details of that scene because you need to watch it to get all the feeling from it and it does mean so much more if you watch them all in chronological order because that's what i made destiny do before we went to endgame and i'm like getting so emotional right now like (laughs) thinking about it because it was he gave up his four-year-old daughter i I love love you three thousand oh yeah, that's, and I think what gets me most is maybe not the sacrifice that he made, but it's um, the reaction of everyone else. Like Tom Holland, once again, yeah. he got me in that scene, and Pepper Potts, Gwendolyn Paltrow. When she it's okay, she grabs his hand, and she's just telling him it's okay, and it, oh. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you have to watch the rest of the movie. But in-game is a must. After that, we move on to... Somehow, somehow <laughs> the next thing go is so much... Even it's though it's so dark, it's such a bright light compared to... How I don't know. The ends. last couple of... Ep- okay, so the next thing is WandaVision. Yes. What you need to know about this movie... You need... Listen, Wanda was gone in the snap, okay? So when she came back, it... That... Losing vision was fresh. It literally just happened seconds ago to her. Yeah. And and you have to get through the first episode. Everything does come to color after the first episode. After the first two episodes. Is the first two. Yeah. I thought it was like halfway through the no, second one. No, it's the first two. But yes, everything does come in color. So each episode goes to a different generation of TV, essentially. You And... Like, all the way from, you get black and white movies all the way up to, the last one's essentially Modern Family. It is. It it does a parody of Modern Family, which is awesome. I I think You say that's awesome, and you don't even watch that show. I'm the one who watches it. I watched it. I love WandaVision. But... Loki just has been fresher for me. Quickly... Well, I was talking about Modern Family. I watch Modern Family. I'm the one who told you about Modern Family. So... Essentially, what's happening in WandaVision, and we don't really get answers until the end, is she finds this deed of where 
Vision was going to build them a house in this town yeah. called Westview. And she discovers that this entity called Sword has its body. And they're, like, trying to build Vision into a weapon. And she has... In that moment, we don't know that as far as she... You find out in a later episode what was released to her was they are keeping his body mm-hmm. to study it to make defense. Or yeah. to keep other... They, to keep the wrong people from, from getting the technology and from making him into a weapon because he's the first essentially sentient AI. Ever. And he was made of vibranium. Is yes. that what it was called? There was he was the of- largest lump sum of vibranium in the world. And out of like, she goes to where he has this house that he bought that he was going to build for them this property, and like her mourning, her like emotions, like like spill out of her and she creates what's called the hex yeah where like everyone is, is under ever, was that ever official the name for it i'm pretty sure okay i knew that's what everybody called it um and she essentially imprisons these people we get agatha we get her officially named as the scarlet witch we see her kids it was agatha all <laughs> Everyone thought Mephisto was going to show up, and he didn't. Uh, we get the biggest thing I think we get out of this is Wanda, her powers, her children, and, and the Dark Hold. The Dark Hold and Sword. Yeah. I think we're going to see Sword and Multiverse of Madness. Essentially, Multiverse of Madness is picking up, picking up the pieces straight from WandaVision. Mm-hmm. I think that's why there WandaVision did an excellent job of. Tying up all the loose ends, with the exception of like three. There's like three loose ends there, and I think Multiverse Madness is picking them all up. And I don't think we need to go into them because we've talked a lot about WandaVision, but that's the big things that you need to know. And WandaVision is very emotional for its own things. Just to see how much she loved Vision. Yeah. And we kind of learn about her as a kid, and then. You know, when she first came to be an Avenger. And it was just really sweet. I I will say, in WandaVision, one of the things I like is the character recognition from other movies. So, we have... Her name's Darby, correct? What? The the scientist. Oh, yes. From so, Thor. Jane's yeah, friend. So, we have her. We have... Um, oh... Uh, we have the FBI guy yeah, from Ant-Man. That's what is what I was his, trying name? To think of his name? He is so awesome. Oh uh, my goodness. I hadn't even thought about him. But he the sleight of hand guy that yes. he was learning the magic tricks just uh so he could be be cooler. But so they they're in it and they their character development is huge in this it in is. this series. I think Darby gets a huge character arc. Well, for it to be the first Marvel TV show, live action TV show for Disney Plus, of course. I know there's been other TV shows, but for Marvel, the current MCU, this was excellent. And they, I, I love. I mean, essentially, we got the episodes were like forty minutes long, Most average. Of them. So you take it like that. We got essentially a five-hour movie and we got white vision too yeah we got white vision which now has all the memories of our vision too so i think so you need to watch wandavision so then i think after that and i put it's loki but i almost put a question mark like if you have time watch it if you don't 
maybe watch a review on it. The I at least for me, I think the, the really the only and main reason that Loki could play a part in this is if the reason why Multiverse of Madness is happening is because of the rav- unraveling of the TVA is I, happening. I think there's such a good possibility that we're going to see the TVA in this because they had such a stronghold on, like, the timelines and, and everything. Well, that the, t- the everything that happened in Loki could be the reason we have the Illuminati. They, yes. The Illuminati may be stepping in because the TVA is unraveling mm-hmm. and Kang is now over the TVA. And if you don't have time to watch all of Loki, if you could watch the final episode to at least understand who Kang is, which they didn't name him Kang, but he is like obviously obvious Kang. Kang. Um, definitely watch that. Yeah. It's a good, good show. It's a good show and it, it paces really well. Um, I put You it have by, Owen Wilson. <laughs> yeah. He does not say why. He doesn't. He doesn't. I, I just wanted that one bit of fan service yeah. just for him to go, wow. Yeah. Yes. So essentially, like the setup for this show is an in-game when the Avengers go back in time. One of the times they go back to is when Loki is being arrested in the first Avengers, and and we have Gator Loki. We have we drop. <laughs> they somehow drop the suitcase with the Tesseract, and the Loki that is like being arrested, like yeah. picks up the Tesseract and sends himself somewhere, which creates what's called a branch timeline. Which is it. The way they explain it is very sloppy. It, not the time part of it. It's they, and it, it's on purpose. It's to make the TVA look incompetent. But but essentially, like when this happens, so this all is the just time pre- travel that the Avengers did was fine. But because Loki accidentally picks up the Tesseract, that and that wasn't supposed to happen. He's in trouble for it, but the and Avengers he's called are a fine. variant. Yeah, so he's like a the Loki fine. that you have watched through the rest of all of the Marvel movies is nothing affected that he just created his own new timeline now. Yeah, and so you follow him through his journey with the TVA to kind of hunt down this other variant of him, which turns into this female named Sylvie. Girl power. She was awesome. She was awesome. She was amazing. Like, give it, us more Sylvie. I. I put her, she was like early Loki, but female version. That I mean, she did awesome. I love that character. I love who Bad. She is yeah, bad. She is. You also get Gator Loki, <laughs> which was like a breakout star of this series that they never imagined. Yeah. It, it, for, the, for the character that the only line he had was grumbling at another Loki. <laughs> You get Kid Loki who killed Thor. Yeah. You get Classic Loki that when... This is a big one because this is still a possibility. Classic Loki hologrammed a version of himself when Thanos was in the midst of killing him at the beginning of Infinity War. And then he was able to escape. And he lived his life hidden on a planet. Mm -hmm. And the reason why the TVA didn't get him before is because he finally one day decided he wanted a life and he tried to leave the planet. And because he unveiled himself and tried to leave, that's why he was discovered by the TVA. And he was... It's called a uh, Nexus event or something like that. I was looking up some of the names. So... Loki's really great. If you have time to watch it, definitely watch it. If you don't... Miss Minutes. I, I, the Miss Minutes is such a lovable character. Even when 
you find out later, and I'm sorry if you haven't watched this yet, you cut it out, but the next, you find out at the end of the show that she is now helping Kang, which mm-hmm. is kind of iffy if she's bad or not. So, but is she still just such a lovable character, even as a bad person? She's got a real southern accent. Yeah, she's really southern. I wish I could imitate her. I'm not good at accents. Hey, I do. How do y'all? <laughs> that, that's better than what I could do. But Loki's great. Watch it if you have time. It is. I think it will play a bigger role into the further MCU. Uh, I I think there's just a couple big things that could possibly be Multiverse of Madness. And we are getting a second season of Loki. They left it to where a lot could happen. So I don't want to like really get into yeah. that. We'll probably get into that closer to whenever Loki Season 2 comes out, which is probably going to be a long time from now. Yeah, with the upcoming list, we, we've got our work cut out for they us. They are in the midst of filming it, though. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. And finally, the last thing we think you need to have seen to be able to watch Multiverse of Madness is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yes. So, I'm going to go ahead and put this out now. Spoiler alert. I know we've said it, like, everything about our shows is spoiler alert, but, like, this is a big spoiler alert as well. Yes. So, of course, this being the most recent. So, this one is bad as I hate to say it. I do think this is a must. So it's the most important the, in my well, opinion. Well, and here's the reason why I say I hate saying that is because all these other points, all you know, we're this is number seven out of the six others. You could watch all of them on Disney Plus right now. They are all active to Disney Plus. The all, currently the only way to watch No Way Home is going out and buying the CD, or you can rent it on Amazon. Yeah, you can rent it on Amazon, but but it's going to cost you. It's not. Where you can just do the subscription for Disney Plus for a month. Mm-hmm. If you don't regularly do it already, you additionally have to get this movie. So you're either going to spend $5 to rent it or the $20 to buy it. So, but I do think it's worth it. I I will say that. It is, by, the movie by itself is amazing. Mm-hmm. And if it you're caters a, to fans of oh, all Spider-Man movies before. I, I have never seen Marvel, any any franchise, Marvel, Disney, Star Wars, Star, especially Star DC, Wars, these do fan service like this. They took, they essentially took what fans ever since Into the Spidey Verse came out. They took everything that fans have wanted, and put it in live action. Like, there's maybe two points that they didn't reach that personally I would wanted, and I know other fans wanted, but they couldn't physically fit it in a movie. The movie was already long at It that, was. But it was amazing. So, I think you need, you definitely need to watch it. The biggest thing to take away from it is understanding... What Doctor Strange did. Yeah, understanding the spell. So... And I think another thing that the movie doesn't make clear, and it's will probably make clear in Multiverse Madness or later on, is the fact that. Oh, uh, and oh, and side note, be being that we did Thor at the beginning, some people were saying that it looks like in one of the scenes that it looks like Spider Man's Octo Claws in the background. Of I one thought of that in one of them, but I'll have to go back and watch. Yeah, and we see where I that's a that. whole different thing because it kind of is odd placement, if, especially if he doesn't even come back to the Earth. So, but with all that being said, 
that's the biggest thing is understanding what Strange is doing in it. So, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, he, he, the whole basis of the movie is he wants people to not remember he is Spider-Man. Because and, he, at the end of the second movie, what was the guy's name that, what's his face? I'm so uh, Jane Jo Jay jo- Jonah Jameson. Oh my gosh. How do you know that? Because I watched Spider Man since I was such a small child. I'm talking about like the bad guy in in Far From Home. Oh no no he's not the bad. I'm talking about the newscaster. The uh, newscaster but, is the one who announced. And yeah, made but the because what's his face like? Now you got me. I was going to say um, we've got to look up his name. But essentially, while he's looking up his name, this the bad guy in Far From Home, gay fake. Fake news. Mysterio. Mysterio, thank you. I was wanting to say Magneto. Magneto. Mephisto was all that was coming to my head. But Mysterio, so. so. Too many M's. So, once we get to Spider-Man No Way Home, he's wanting everyone to forget that he's Peter Parker because he is, or that he is Spider-Man because of... The uh, video that Mysterio's helmet was recording and then J. Joe Jameson Mm -hmm. is the one who announced it uh which was like our first little taste of multiversal even though it was just a coincidence as far as how they put it uh it, it's the same guy from the Sam Rainey Spider-Mans and stuff so essentially he goes to Doctor Strange yeah. for help and, and he botches his wish which, because he interrupts him like six times. Well, he interrupts him five times. Doctor Strange claims six. And the reason I think he claims six is because I think secretly Doctor Strange changed it once in the beginning when you see him pull something down before he starts talking. I think he adds him and Wong in there. To remember him? Yeah, beforehand. Um, so, so of course, the movie goes on. I'm I'm trying my best to avoid the big spoilers in this because if you haven't seen it, you you don't want to be ruining this because I was fortunate enough. I, we watched it on opening day, and I stayed spoiler-free for it for months, even though there was so much going on, I could have been easily spoiled by it because there was so much speculation. Mm-hmm. But So, at the end of the movie, essentially, Doctor Strange redoes the spell. And for context, Wong was not happy with him possibly doing it at the beginning. He Even kind of apparently this He kind of objected to it. Well, apparently this spell has been done so many times for lesser occasions, apparently just to make Wong forget about a party they had. And it's it's a serious spell that should only be used like if absolutely necessary. So at the end of the movie, it happens. Can I just say how irresponsible Strange and Wong both seem at the moment? So in the opening scenes, or in the when they first walk into the sanctum, yeah, in the sanctum, you have so it's filled with snow. So <laughs> yeah. before, because somebody left the door open to one of the uh, or to one of the inter, or not interdimensional, uh, one of the spatial transition, whatever they call it. And it was, they had a blizzard, and so it filled the place up with snow. But did you notice Wong, just so he didn't have to go down the stairs, uh, did the ring from upstairs to downstairs? No. Yeah, somebody in, in a different video pointed out that the 
room that he's coming out of is one of the upstairs rooms that's seen in uh in the first Doctor Strange. That's funny. Well, at the end of the movie, nobody remembers that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. It's very sad. We don't want to give away what else happened because there's a lot that happens in this movie. And you really, if you haven't watched it, you need to experience it. And that's kind of how the movie ends. I do have one thing I want to add to it. Because I want other people to come into Multiverse of Madness with this thought. So, Agatha in WandaVision tells Wanda that as the Scarlet Witch, she would have more power than the Sorcerer Supreme. Mm -hmm. So, because this is after Endgame, Wong is the Sorcerer Supreme. So, is she more powerful than Doctor Strange, though? Because we know Doctor Strange is more powerful than Wong. I think that she is. Because I always took it as that she was the most powerful being in the universe. I know she was the only one that could have killed Thanos. And that comes from the Russo brothers' mouth. And I think Feige, too. But I think that she is the most powerful person in the universe now i think we'll we'll see that in the movie yeah i'm i'm so excited for this so i'm just i'm overwhelmed (laughs) with marvel right now i can't wait we've been getting little teasers for kenobi also here and there and it's so crazy because when we started this podcast we wanted to talk about a bunch of different things but marvel's just so overwhelming right now it is dominated our first few episodes we're gonna hit a dead area when we can catch up we may have to modify our recording day so we being that it seems like all this stuff is either gonna air or drop on wednesdays and fridays so we may have to modify our date so that way we can get our our info out to people as soon as possible because luckily the thor trailer came out on monday we record generally on monday or tuesday night so I have a week to work on it. <laughs> yeah. It, we are just a two-person team here, and she does a lot of the background work. I just do a lot of work at work. So, just to recap, what do you need to watch to see Multiverse of Madness? Doctor Strange. Infinity War. With, and prior to Infinity War, a just recap of Ultron. And or, Civil uh, War. Yeah. And... Then you go to Endgame. WandaVision. Maybe Loki. If you have time for Loki, watch it. You need to watch it anyway because it's going to play a bigger role later on. But And then to round it out, No Way Home. No Way, no way Home. If anything, if you don't have time to watch anything, take the time to rent No Way Home the night Absolutely. before and watch it. You will not be sorry. Not only is it a an amazing movie by itself... But I think I think Multiverse of Madness is literally going to be not like next day kind of scenario, but picking up it within the, like a week of after. I think everything that happens in No Way Home directly influences Multiverse of Madness. I feel the same way about that. So let's talk about our collectibles of the week. I'm gonna let Dakota go first. You gonna let me go first? Yeah. All right. So with. You know, speaking of all this women empowerment and stuff, <laughs> I have to... I don't know if that's the best thing to say because she's probably not the most empowered character in Rick and Morty. But in Rick and Morty, one of my favorite side characters is Unity. You I, see her one episode, but she's one episode. awesome. I, 
I love all the theories behind her about how that she's really, she's really Beth's mom, all this stuff. Oh, you really I, think that? I, I, I don't, you know, I think she would be the hive mind behind it. I don't think she's biologically her mom because she can't be one being, but she is a hive mind and it's really cool. They do an awesome job of explaining it and they make, they make it so much fun and just hilarious to go through it. So, if if you watch Rick and Morty, just check out the Unity episode. Oh, I'm sorry, I have hiccups again. This is the second episode I've gotten hiccups. But Unity is an awesome character. She has ultimate sass, and it's just a lot of fun. So check her out. Her Funko Pop is really cool. Very casual. She's in a dress suit. It's just and his, uh, she's missing one of her antennas. They yeah, got broken. She like the day after I got her, I I debated so long to get her, and the day after I got her, I unboxed her, and she took a nosedive off of our shelf. And some of our shelves sit about seven foot off the ground. So I want to be really transparent about my collectible of the week for this week. Originally, I had recorded about something else when we first did it. But when I was making my TikTok for my collectible for the previous week, I got kind of inspired to essentially make my collectibles for the next couple of weeks my ear collection. And I just want to showcase a different pair of ears each week, just kind of leading up to our trip and maybe not do ears every week, maybe do um, some different set of pins that I have or different t-shirts. But for now, I'm going to kind of stick on the ear train. So this week my collectible is my special edition light up Star Wars ears. My husband got these for me for Christmas a few years ago and I was totally shocked. When I lived in Orlando and worked for Disney I used to see people with similar ones on and I always wanted them but I never bought them and he surprised them for me and I absolutely love them. They light up yellow, not yellow, <laughs> white, green, and red with the different ships on it. And honestly, I've never worn them to the park. Even though we've taken a trip to Disney since I've had them, I'm just really afraid to break them, honestly. They are a little bit heavy on the head, even though they are Disney ears, like licensed Disney. But they're very special to me. And I kind of think I'm going to take them on my next trip just to get some really cool pictures of them, you know, in Batu and everything. So I really do love them a whole lot. Well, I hope y'all had a blast on this podcast. I know we dropped a lot of Marvel on you. This and a time. lot of spoilers. So we are definitely putting in the title for spoilers. So I always put spoiler alert on all the descriptions, but... Check us out on TikTok. We're the Broadcast Nerd Out. We're there. Instagram, Facebook. But TikTok's the best place to keep in touch with us. We post it almost daily. That's the easiest place for us to reply to you. And like and subscribe and leave us a review. We want to know what you like and what you don't like. We're really excited about this, seeing our kind of followers grow each week yeah. that we are posting um, a new episode every Monday when we're posting episodes, we're watching how many people are listening because it's really exciting for us just to share what we love with everyone. We we love the fact of 
there being a bigger community than just me and her talking about mm-hmm. it. And and we all know and understand that stuff like this, it's hard to find communities in. It's hard to find people that want to talk Star Wars or want to talk Marvel or want to talk just stuff Especially like this. at our age. Yeah. Like, we're adults. We have jobs. We pay our bills. We own a house. But at the end of the day, we have this really cool collection room, and we live for our nerd stuff. Is it the reason that we haven't had children yet? Probably. Yes. But it... <laughs> Absolutely. Because if we have kids, we have to give up a room. Yeah. And and we are so willing to kick our dogs out of their room before we give we up We really place. are. <laughs> we really are. We're transitioning our dogs out of... The extra bedroom that we have into our laundry room during the day because I want to turn the extra bedroom into like my big closet, <laughs> which sounds really selfish. But it does sound really selfish. You get to do that. It when will you... be a guest bedroom, but it will it will mostly house her closet. Yeah. So, but we appreciate everything. Um, share us on social media, and I'm kind of thinking that we should do a giveaway. I haven't talked to Dakota much about this. But I'm thinking we're going to do a giveaway on TikTok. We're going to Disney soon. We're going to pick up something really cool to give away once we hit a certain amount of followers. Yeah. Just if, and if you have certain things that you want to give an idea for, yeah. shout us out. Yep. Okay, guys. Bye. Have a Bye. good week. Bye.